Welcome to The Path. Walking alongside us today is the rapidly growing men's coach, my colleague and friend, Ben Jeffrey. Ben specializes in semen retention, quitting porn, no fap, all that stuff, which are just multiple different ways of saying the same thing. And that is to get in control of your lustful desires as a man. Semen retention, the no fap lifestyle, is something that people don't really know how to talk about because it's kind of taboo. And quite frankly, most men, even if they can get over porn, don't know how to stop touching themselves. And the fact of the matter is, guys, it is very possible to quit that habit. And what I really like about uh, Ben, guys like David Hammond and uh, other men in the space, myself included, is we are advocates for that lifestyle and want to inspire other men to join us in that pursuit of no fap, no porn, and really eradicating the root of lust from your life as a whole. This was a fantastic conversation with Ben, and I hope you guys enjoy. Be sure to follow Ben at Ben L. Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, at Ben L. Jeffrey on Instagram and TikTok. So Ben, obviously all men struggle at some point with self-gratification, whether that be in the sense of lust or in the sense of like gluttony with food or alcoholism or weed addiction or whatever it is. What turned you from presumably a man that also struggles with those things into a man that now coaches other men how to stop struggling with those things? Like that is quite, uh, quite the journey. Yeah. It all, all goes back to what in my eyes is like when I was very young, you know, the age of 13, yeah. um, just a standard kid, you know what I mean? Normal kid. And, uh, yeah. you know, you, you get to that age of early teens and you start hitting puberty. Like, you know, you guys start getting certain feelings for, for girls. And um, it, for me, it was yeah. just like the friends in school start talking about this thing called porn and like, you know, being being at meat and stuff and I was thinking you know you kind of just as a young naive individual you want to um who doesn't know any better you want to kind of get in on that and like see what see what that's all about you know what everyone else is doing it. sure and what's I, the new I, deal I think, yeah 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 and I think at that point I didn't really know what I was doing like I, I just thought oh this is normal just genuinely didn't even question it in my mind I thought this is what everyone else is doing it's interesting because I remember like my early days of childhood you know, especially like before being introduced to porn, I was the, like, you could say, like the guy, you know, I was the the, the mm -hmm. tallest, I was the fastest runner, you know, people used to have a problem with me because I was like the most arrogant kid because I just had so much self-belief. And it was like, sure. I, I carried that with me from a really young age. But then as soon as I hit 13, and at this point I wasn't aware this was the case, but porn was introduced. All of a sudden, like, I don't know what specifically happened, but you could, it's almost like I went completely the opposite direction. So I was like, so awkward, so shy. Like I just wasn't able to, I just had no self-confidence, like really shut down yeah. and felt really behind, you know, I was just really struggling to like fit in socially. And I was very fragile. Like I was very weak, you know, I was very easily, um, you know, I still had some of those traits of strength deep down, but yeah. for the most part I was operating from a, just like a weak place. And that lasted for about three years yeah. until I was about 16. And at this point I kind of got to a point where I was like, I'm young and I'm just not feeling like, 
you know at the time I just wanted to be a cool kid I wanted to be have fun I wanted to be in the group and I just didn't feel like I was you know I just felt like I was at the bottom I took to the internet typed in like self-improvement um because I thought you know who I've seen a video before and there was this video just said sure. the word no and what no year fat. is this by the way for context like uh, what this... year are you searching google for this um what in terms of like the actual year like or yeah, because you mentioned this idea of self-improvement as a video you'd seen before. Yeah. That movement really didn't start online until not too long ago. So I'm wondering kind of what year you stumbled yeah, well, into so, this, like where we're at. Yeah, so I was born in 2000, so it's pretty pretty easy in okay. the sense that, yeah, I was 16, so it would have been 2016. <laughs> so pretty easy to... Easy math, yeah. Okay. Easy math. No, but yeah, so it's about it had to be around then. Um, yeah yeah okay yeah and then um yeah just saw this video like you know those ones where they like draw with the pen and they like draw the uh yeah they draw and talk yeah it was just said no fab i was like what is what is this thing never heard of it but some feeling in was me was like click on that video so i watched it and as soon as i saw that there was almost like hope you know there was like there's something like it was like my whole body just changed i was like this is it this is what it has been this is what's been messing me up and it straight away i was like i'm doing this you know i've been in this dark place i don't want to get out of it mm. um and yeah first i think i did like two or i think i did like four days so i got away from the porn masturbation for four days and then it was like whoa like yeah i'm hooked on this stuff you know um and i fell back into it and then i tried mm. again but it was interesting for me because yeah. um and some may say it was placebo but for the first time i managed to hit two weeks and i remember i was in school for the first time, I, I just felt different. Like I had a bit more of a spring in my step. I felt better about myself. And yeah. it was weird because it was the first time, like I will never forget, I was just walking down the corridor and I could hear girls saying like, like he's fit, like he's fit. Like as I was walking past and I, I thought, wait a minute, like that's that's different. Like I've never had that before. Um, so that's when I started to mm -hmm. clock on that there's something to this, you know? And yeah, I just stuck at it and it was, uh, it was hard, you know? I was like tracking the days on a calendar and I had my exams at the same time. So I thought, okay, I, I need to do this so that I can, you know, get better grades. Um, and it was like a battle, just nonstop back and forth, back and forth. And yeah, I was starting to win this battle and I started to notice like things were changing. Like I was actually getting my confidence back. I was um, being invited places and, and things just started to go well for me. Like that desire I had kind of got fulfilled. Um, and yeah, I kind of fell in and out of it. And I got to about 18 and that's when I was like, I just have to live my life like this. Like I have to just be free from, you know, porn and masturbation completely. And I did, I managed to, yeah. well, I actually started like documenting the video. Like every day I would make a YouTube video of like an update. And you can see like day, I started on like day 17 and I got to six months. You can still find that on YouTube now. And uh, a lot changed nice. in that time, you know, like it was a very kind of a, interesting experience it was like something you know you could almost call it like a form of initiation in a way from a young age of sure. like yeah you can see that a lot happened and you can see a lot of growth in me as a character like and yeah that's kind of it like from that point onwards i'd kind of handled it and it, to be honest it took a back seat in my life it wasn't like you know obviously now i'm a coach uh, the reason i got yeah. into coaching was more because i wanted to get into the space you know of coaching and i didn't i felt like this was the only thing i was very confident at like I could teach you know I, I understand it and uh yeah that's that's kind of why I went down this road of helping men with this and since doing that 
it's only proven more to myself how powerful this this practice is you know for every man just watching guys lives change it blows my mind like what's possible there's a lot there that's a great story good journey you've been on first of all it just hits me man being exposed at such a young age especially when you are developing into a man physically right and your brain is changing we got hormones raging we got social context changing as you're entering you know um middle school high school that kind of phase of life what a terrible time to start forming this addiction right is that is that when around most of your clients had their first exposure is it typically on that younger side yeah majority majority of them are between 10 to 20. i think you wouldn't get anyone probably not even that probably 10 to i mean if you're if you're yeah i don't think you're getting to 18 and not you know not looking at this stuff like mm. we really are exposed i think all men can agree everyone watching this probably can agree like you, you started looking at this stuff when you were pretty young you know and where where that yeah. threshold is it's going to be somewhere between i mean I, I think some people have been looking at it since they were like eight nine crazy young like um but yeah it's around that yeah. sort of early teens for most people i think yeah yeah i was blessed enough to not actually discover true porn until at my mid-20s so that was a blessing in the sense that i didn't have to to look at it and deal with it before my brain was fully formed but i can only imagine you know with with how the world is now how, how easily guys slide into that what do you think like the biggest roadblock is for guys like when they come to you right when they finally decide it's time for this to be over what are their biggest roadblocks that are preventing them from overcoming it up until that point what are some commonalities you see i think it's more just a lack of understanding of i think there's I guess you could say with the whole instant gratification of porn, like being able to go on a video, mm. get what you want straight away. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that holds them back is thinking that applies to changing yourself too, that there's some form of instant change. I think what a lot of guys need mm. to realize is like, this is a process that will, you didn't get here overnight, you won't fix it overnight. And a lot of guys expect perfection. They give, they get annoyed with themselves. They, they give up, they, mm. they expect them to snap their fingers and, be clean it's, and it's it's almost on, like admirable in a way but it's just unrealistic you know it's like mm. and that that's the biggest thing i think stops a lot of guys and on top of that just kind of just understanding like the bigger picture i guess getting clear on why they want to do it and then just committing to that you know i think a lot of guys just don't they know what they need to do but they're just not willing to fully commit to it so like for me in my situation the pain was so mm -hmm. big in my life there was like so much charge there, like almost like a, a yeah. ball, you know, you've, you've like slammed it into the ground. If you give it enough charge, it will bounce up 10 times higher, you know? Um, sure. And that was my case. So I was kind of blessed in that sense. And I think that's the thing, like the guys that really are successful, they get to a point where they're like, enough is enough. And they really are ready to make yeah. that switch. And I think that's the, the biggest determining factor of success is you know, if you're half-hearted about it, you're not going to, you're going to be, you're going to approach solving this issue half-heartedly. And I see guys, unfortunately, who do have that and they don't quite break free. But then I've also seen guys that, you know, like one of my clients is 33, his whole life he's been doing this and mm. 
he's mm-hmm. he's only he's gone three months like just like that you know just because he's that yep. serious about it hey y'all just wanted to take a moment and thank the sponsor of today's episode which is me this show is actually a part of the narrow way man brand which is my online outlet to provide wisdom motivation and practical guidance for modern men I've been blessed to take part in incredible transformations and breakthroughs with younger and middle-aged men who are in a season of crisis or a season of stagnation and are ready to make a big change, but are fed up with trying irrelevant churchy principles or recycled secular strategies that are void of biblical foundations. If you are a man who is truly ready to take responsibility and break out of your current plateau, there is a link in the show notes to apply for a coaching program. Thanks again for listening, and let's get back to the show. So I've got some guys I work with. You know, the, the men we work with probably have a lot of overlapping issues, but some of the guys I work with, you can tell that they want to stop. But to your point, the pain is not high enough. They haven't reached this place of enough is enough. Whereas I have another guy who... He had kept it a secret for a long time. And then when it got discovered by his wife, it stopped immediately. <laughs> Cold turkey. Um, and for some guys, though, that's not enough. Some guys, they get discovered and it's still not enough and they still go back to it. So for the man, because we're all, we're all different, I guess, but for the man who is struggling with this and you know he's seen videos like this, you know, he knows it's it's not good for him, but the pain level is not high enough. Is there anything that we can tell him or do for him to help him get to the place where the pain is high enough? You know, some of the conversation I have, some conversations I have with guys is, uh, and you'll find out like with Matt, um, you ask certain questions like, you know, how would it feel if you're, you know, if you went six months, right now, six months goes by and you haven't touched porn, right? How do you feel? Yeah. As soon as as soon as you say that, their face lights up. They're smiling. Wow, I feel so mm. good. I, I feel confident. So they they know intuitively that they need it, and um, that brings yeah. them positive emotion, right? It kind of it's called like future pacing. But then also you say, okay, well, what happens if two years goes by and nothing changes? How does your life look? Right. Then they're like, oh, right. uh, damn, yeah. They they know, you know, they they know what it is, but. I think most men are in a perpetual state of coping with it. And I, I like to post you put where it's just like you every day, you're just going through the motions, coping, coping, coping. And, and that's, that's how you get to yeah. that point of like two years goes by and nothing changes. So it's bringing your attention to the problem and realizing what it's costing you. And when you can really see that you're going to recognize, okay, I need to make a change. And I think another big factor is it's going to be very difficult to overcome this problem it's kind of like uh, throwing seeds onto concrete. Like you want to build the right, mm-hmm. you want like good soil, you know, you want to yes. plant those seeds in the right place. Because if your life is falling to, apart, you can't pay bills, you've got this problem, yeah. this person died, you know, really right now you shouldn't be focusing yeah. on this because this takes a lot of focus, a lot of energy and awareness to make a change in your life. So it's mm-hmm. also a bit of timing and it's, yeah, it, it needs to be a priority. Like you need to just dedicate Three, I'd say three months. I genuinely believe anyone can get over this in three months, no matter what your addiction is. And if you could just focus three months, you know, putting a, put every day showing up and forcing this change yeah. in your life, you know, through, it's like a battle yeah. every day. You're trying to win, win every day. 
and you do that for long enough eventually yeah. it just becomes your default so i don't know if that kind of answers the question but yeah 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 so it sounds like what you're saying is for the young men listening or young women i suppose listening that have this struggle what we want to do is think about big picture we want to think about in six months a year from now if the current path doesn't change how do you feel stuck in this another year another two years or in the case of your client i mean if he got exposed at age 13 he was stuck for 21 years or 20 years right two decades of of porn use you know if nothing changes nothing's going to change right so if you if you are stuck in this for another year same life trajectory how do you feel right gives you that perspective and then also if you can overcome it and you're free from it for six months how does that change your life so really getting in touch with that perspective is what i'm hearing and i know for for a lot of my guys no one has asked them those kinds of questions whether it's porn or um you know growing their relationship with women or uh developing their spiritual life no one has asked them those kinds of questions and they have never been brave enough to dream big like that right they don't they don't feel that pain because they don't have a positive vision of greatness to compare it to right they're not brave enough to dream big so they can't connect to how painful it is to not achieve that dream i think and that's a real issue i, th I have with modernity with the modern world is we get so comfortable and we we have such easy lives in the first world you know that we just decide to coast and we can coast comfortably and as long as we don't tap into that vision of greatness of what we could be then we won't tap into the pain of where we're at now sort yep. of a sedated state if you will yep yep and uh so, most most people in life settle for mediocrity like they're they're happy the question i've always thought and i think i believe at this point like people are different but there are some people that just don't care you know like we from the outside perspective like you're like come on man like you could do this you can do that but you have an expectation for yeah. your life but they they just don't have the same expectation and like sometimes you just have to right accept that you know and that's something i've i i've learned over the years is like you can't save everyone and don't waste your time trying to save people that don't don't even want to be saved focus on the people that actually are ready yeah. to change and that's a big you know big thing yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah i have a kind of a matrix where i talk about different mentalities right like you have the nice guy mentality you have a victim mentality um and if you're too far skewed in one of those directions i can't help you because you think that you're too special to change you think that you're too stuck and you you already know all the answers but you haven't done anything i can't help you you have to at least be willing to be humble enough to consider that you haven't applied something right so to your point we can't be casting pearls before swine if you will you have to be ready to hear the message can't be casting those seeds over concrete right yeah i think a lot of men as well have pride they have too much pride um i have a lot of respect for every guy yeah. that sits on a call with me i'm like man i really respect the fact that yep. you've yeah even my client who's like a decade older than me you know like but yeah he's willing to, to yep. work alongside me and to his own benefit yep. you know and yeah a lot of people have too much pride and too much ego it, 
it always reminds me of like uh, when I used to box. Um, I don't anymore, but I remember when I first went to the gym, I'm like the biggest, strongest guy. People look at me like, whoa, this guy's going to knock me out. But I actually was terrible at boxing. Like, so it, it, I, I had to let my pride go and accept the fact that, okay, for the first six months, I'm going to be rubbish. But if I just keep, if I just power yeah. through that, I will eventually progress. Yeah. And I think most people, that's the problem they make is they, their pride's too big and they're not willing to just put it to one side for a period of time. You know, and as a result, they never they never actually grow, and they they hide. You know, they hide away, and it's quite quite unfortunate. Yeah, is there a spiritual nature to the journey that you take guys through, or is it more of a practical tools and techniques approach? So, are you asking if like I use God as a way to help guys, or something along those lines? Like something along those lines. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, God is a pretty that's more specific, I guess, yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, higher power or spiritual energy or something along those lines. I'm not really sure what your um, kind of belief system on all that is, but I'm wondering if you use that at all with your clients. Cause I know you probably get a variety, right? You probably get some guys yeah. that are in some sort of a faith system and some guys that are not. So, yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, so with my clients, yeah, I typically don't, have much of a spiritual element to it purely because of the case of it's some people don't just don't believe in certain things um but a lot of my clients yeah. like having are christians um so they're using like prayer and you know getting into the word and stuff like as a way to help them to True. you know to support them but fundamentally what i teach is more it's a lot of mindset stuff it's just it's a lot of just understanding how lust manifests in your mind and how there's energy in your body and how that energy isn't necessarily sexual. You're in control of that. You need to transmute that and change it. So, but, um, mm. so yeah, I don't necessarily have a spiritual, uh, like tech, like, uh, I don't use it to help the clients, but having said that a lot of my clients have said that doing this journey has brought them closer to, to God, or, you know, they've started being more interested in, in these kind of things. And, mm. It, it really opens up a a portal into like feeling like something of a high, you know, some coming out of kind of like a, those lower states of consciousness and understanding, yeah. that, you know, there's a higher power and things of that nature. Thank you for listening. If this episode was valuable to you, I will probably never know that unless you do me the favor of leaving a five star review and hitting the follow button for this podcast. Doing that is going to let me know to keep producing this kind of content, and it's going to help other people just like you discover it as well. I appreciate your support and look forward to seeing you next time on The Path.